We're talking today with Tom Morrissey, who's involved with the Lights Out Norlight Group, which has been trying to get the uh, Norlight Hazardous Waste uh, Facility and Accurate Production in Cohoes to, to be um, shut down. And on Monday, November 20th uh, at 6 p.m., the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation is holding a hearing at 6 p.m. related to trying to require Norlite to comply with the change in regulations that took place three years ago, namely that the um, toxic ash from their hazardous waste incinerator from the pollution equipment has to be disposed of as a hazardous waste rather than as their present practices, they mix it with their product and sell it to the construction industry. So um, Tom, why don't we just start off a little bit, you know, why are you concerned about Norlite? Well, it, I didn't know all that much about it when I moved here. I now live about two miles from, as the crow flies, from the plant. And um, we had been variously involved in uh, the Citizens Environmental Coalition, which we gave money to. And the woman that visited us said, gee, you should be concerned about the Norlite plant. And I didn't know anything about it. Of course, I'd already moved in. Um, and so as time went on, it became clear that we were getting fumes from burning over here. We'd go for a walk after dinner most nights and we'd smell this weird smell. And we, so eventually we got involved. And it's really, for me, it's a, not just a personal thing, you know, for my own health and safety to get rid of the fumes and the dust that comes my way. But, you know, those of my neighbors and, and the town and um, my concern is that, you know, OK, so if we have this terrible plant, what is it going to do to our property values? So those are some of my concerns. Now, I understand you've been involved with the citizens group Lights Out Norlife for a couple of years. What's your feeling that... Um, you know, how is the state, you know, Department of Environmental Conservation, how responsive have they been to some of the concerns being raised by neighbors like yourself? Um, I think they show concern because they do react, but I don't feel that the Department of Environmental Conservation really is effective in, in governing what occurs there at the plant. I mean, there was... Uh, this piece of information that came out of the plant maybe two or three years ago that Norlite was burning firefighting foam. And that, that stuff creates um, PFAS, which is cancerous. So, I mean, you know, yeah, they, they show that they're reacting but they don't actually have any power they don't use any of their power to make anything um better for the for the people around there now i understand this hearing on um monday november 20th at the host senior citizen center people will be able to um testify probably for about three three minutes um you know, what, what are some of the concerns that people should raise in their testimony? Well, um, I think this, the plant um, creates this uh, silicate dust that 
is piled in piles around their plant. And um, when the wind blows, it blows everywhere. And I think um, last I knew there had been samples taken across the river in Troy and Lansingburg and even further, and the silicate dust is found there. So um, it affects more people than perhaps nor, uh, the Department of Environmental Conservation would like to have you know. So um, I think people should be concerned. They should raise the issue of why isn't the Department of Environmental Conservation uh, governing this uh, or making any kinds of uh, legal action against the plant to have them control the dispersal of dust from the site. Uh, it, it seems like um, that's one of the things, you know, that uh, the silicate dust, which is produces silicosis and, and uh, that leads to cancer. Um, that's one of them. The other one is what is going on with um, the water pollution? Because a lot of the dust gets washed into the, the uh, stream that runs through the property and it ends up in the, in the, uh, the Hudson River. That's another thing. And then also not even, not even the dust that goes into the air is when they burn these hazardous wastes, um, what kind of uh, gases are being produced? What kind of ash is coming down on, on the people downwind of the plant? Those are huge issues that it seems like Department of Environmental Conservation is not reacting to. That would be very helpful for them to uh, to legislate or at least to govern. Now, I will point out that this hearing is particularly focused on how they treat the hazardous ash from the pollution uh, equipment, but they do take that ash and not only do they mix it with the aggregate product that they, you know, then sell to the larger world for construction, um, but they also store it as part of these massive, massive piles, hundreds and hundreds of feet high out back. And so the, 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 the silicate dust that you mentioned and the ash dust, you know, they all, you know, get blown across, um, you know, people's, you know, yards. Have, have you noticed dust? I mean, you're about two miles away, so the dust may be a little bit less um, visible, but have you seen dust? I've heard of other people having dust issues. Well, I personally have seen the dust end up on my window sills and my door sills, and it ends up on the, the windows. You know, the dust will stick to the windows. Um, yeah, I'm sure we don't get as much of it as the close neighbors of the plant get, but the wind blows in all directions. It's just not prevailing winds all the time. The, the wind direction moves around and, and we are affected. And in fact, as I've heard, um, the spread of, of dust could be as far as 60 miles from the plant. And if the, the wind blows in all directions, guess what that means? It means it covers Schenectady, covers Albany, covers, <clears throat> covers Troy, may even get as far as Massachusetts. Um, so, you know, there is a concern there. Um, yeah, the dust is dust and, you know, you, it eventually falls to the ground. But this stuff is microscopic and, you know, it, it's, it's very light and it travels very far and it gets into people's lungs. 
you know, and my, I've noticed in my own health, health that I have, you know, developed a bit of a, a light cough. You know, this is chronic. This is not something that I would chalk up to a cold. So I, I think there are concerns and, you know, the, the effects of the dust and, and the ash won't be known immediately. It'll take, you know, 20 or 30 years for it to affect someone's health in a very significant way, but it happens. And so I think that is a, should be a concern for, for individuals. Now, you mentioned it takes a while for these things to show up, but I know that one of the things that Lights on Norlight had done was produce a map using the state's own data from their cancer registry, showing that it was a, basically three cancer clusters in Albany County um, of respiratory cancer, uh, well, big one being around Norlight, big one, and two others around the old Albany Answers incinerator, garbage incinerator in Albany, and the other one being at the Ravina Cement Plant. And I know the Department of Health's response to that was to say, as they always do, oh, we think the problem is primarily people around Norlight smoke too much. I guess for some reason they would smoke more than average uh, citizens and, and kind of said, and you know, yeah, industrial pollution from Norlight might be a problem, but that's too complicated. Um, so this hearing's November 20th. I know there's a press conference at 5.30. People want to show up early hearings at 6. Press conference at 5.30 at the Psycho Senior Citizen Center, 10 Cayuga Plaza in Cohoes. David Carpenter speaking, Chris Savinsky at Sokol's a longtime resident. Thank you very much for joining us today. And this has been uh, Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.